Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Game over, series over, and the Red Sox are world champs again. The Angels ready to celebrate. Enjoy these fans. Here comes a one-two pitch. The Red Sox win the World Series. Five to one, the final tonight. You're listening to the Pesky Report, a podcast dedicated to the Boston Red Sox by Red Sox fans. Report is happy to announce that we will be sponsored by High and Happy Catering out of Springfield, Massachusetts. High and Happy Catering creates gourmet meals for small or large events with a twist. All of their meals are cannabis infused. If you are looking to have a real happy meal, call them at 413-785-8999 or search for them on Instagram at High and Happy Catering. You'll be happy you did. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Pesky Report. My name is Brad Chandler. This is episode number 53. With me today, I have my co-hosts, Grant and Bailey. How are we doing today? Doing well. I mean, after a win, so thankfully. <laughs> that was such an exciting win. Close. Ugh, it was a little scary, a little dicey, a little dicey. <laughs> I had somebody telling me that it was a great game through and through. Oh, <laughs> Somebody, you could say that. I guess you'd be wrong, but like you could say it. <laughs> There's, I mean, you can say whatever you want. Doesn't make it right. Yeah, it's okay to be wrong, but I mean, like that was definitely not a. Uh, that was not a good game. That game should have been blown, blown up. There's no reason why it should have been three to one in the ninth, anyways. And for no, Matt totally. Barnes to to blow the save. Yeah, should he have blown the save? No, but you're right. Like there were so many opportunities that they blew, literally. <laughs> if there's yep. two things that like piss me off more than anything else is terrible pitching and terrible defense, and uh, those two things were fully on display today. So yeah, it's the pitching like wasn't after- bad until Barnes though. So, yeah, it's just like after, you know, you have five errors, you and that's, that's pretty nice. Like, they could have almost given, like, Vasquez an error in that other game, too. So you just had an overall terrible, and you supposedly had, like, a, a, a meeting, just players-only meeting, and then you come out and you have two 
really bad almost three errors again. It's just they're so sloppy. It's not even funny how sloppy they are. Yeah, how do you I, how do you make one error after that? Like, how yeah. are you? How are you, what were the errors today? Uh, Bogart, we just, was that a the flip to second? And then the I don't think that they considered that an Bogart. error. There were definitely two on the day for sure. Yeah, two. One two on was the on the on Bob just missing. Xander's oh my throw. god! Like, like Bob. Like, he's done that me. multiple times now. He's just yeah. like I think his feet tied and he can't. Like I don't know what he's doing. It's like I understand he's not a first baseman by trade, but yeah. like, come on. He's been a first baseman all fucking year. Yeah, like Schwarber makes that. And Schwarber has had like what, like a handful of games at first. Like I'm, I'm really confident that Schwarber knows how to catch a ball. <laughs> I think I, I make that play. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm sure you could, Grant. I'm sure you could. Give me the recognition I deserve, Brad. <laughs> Would you make it with the uh, a first baseman's mitt, or you know, any kind of glove, or bare hand? I Ooh. might make it barehanded. Xander, <laughs> I, I don't know what Xander's working with over there. He's got a decent arm, but I mean, yeah. I play. <laughs> yeah. It, it, that would fucking hurt after. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Need some ice after. Well, but, you know. If you like do the, if you like, you know, take it back a little bit, you don't take it, just you know, grab it. You just, you know, softly catch it. Easy. <laughs> Xander's not. Xander's not throwing 101. We don't got Chapman on shortstop, okay? We got, He's throwing like 86. That's still going to hurt. Yeah. 86 to the middle of the palm. Yeah, I'll be <laughs> fine with that. I just take my hat off. We got iced. <laughs> yep. Fuck there a glove. <laughs> All right. So, we had a pretty shitty series regardless. Uh, yeah, are we supposed to feel good about that? No. A win's like, a win? Nobody. Yeah. Um, still disappointing. An ugly win is not as I don't know. Is an ugly win better than an ugly, uh, like a beautiful loss? <laughs> right. It was a beautiful loss. No. <laughs> well, it just. I mean, I'll take an ugly win if, over a loss any day. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if if you make those mistakes against the Rays, you are not even close to in that game. So it no. doesn't give me much hope for the the direction this team is trending. Like I'm glad to not lose another game in the standings and keep that second wild card spot. But if they keep playing like that, they're not going to, they're not going to play in October yeah. anyway. So yeah, you can, you, it's interesting. Cause I was hoping that like, you know, five errors, terrible game that sort of is going to make you wake up and then they just make even as bonehead errors. So it's like, really what's going to make them wake up. And it's like, at this point it's, it still feels sort of like a fever dream like almost a month long fever dream about just how poorly they've been playing on like every facet of the game. It's, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> it really doesn't. The thing that really gets yeah, me is it, the fact that everybody's time. sitting here, sitting here and saying, Oh, it's been since the, uh, been since the, the no. trade deadline. It's like Anaheim. It's been since <laughs> Anaheim. I was in Anaheim. Trust me. It's been since Anaheim. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is like every time this team hits a new, rock bottom like it gets worse <laughs> it like every does. time we're like okay it can't get worse than this. <laughs> this getting shut out by andrew heaney it cannot oh. get worse than this and then we go out and make five errors and i'm like you know i don't really no, know you fucking only anymore. get get one run from lyles yeah yeah and yeah, like exactly. and i love the excuses that like it's not necessarily an excuse because there is a truth to it that eckersley is like well you know like so- 
they're not always going to have a bad start. Like a good start's going to come in, even if you're right. terrible, but it's like, okay, great. So they're like good starts are just happening to happen to our offense. And like, I even looked because some people were saying on Twitter, they were like, you can only really count on four guys in this lineup. I'm like, technically at full health, the only person who's WRC plus is below a hundred is Vasquez. So what is going on? They need to wake the hell up. Fucking Christ, dude. I yeah. am so done with Vasquez. Like it's bad. Like he's, he's, it's, I have it's, been I've been trying to defend him like all uh, all season, and that play at the plate where he oh. just like lazily it's like, dude, I know, I know, I'm not a fucking professional baseball player either. You <laughs> dive, you fucking do whatever you can to stop that run from scoring. Yeah. That was the beginning of the end of that game, and that was the that. point where I was just like, fuck you, like you yeah. really are lazy. I have been telling people, no, you're not lazy, and now I look like an asshole because now I'm calling you lazy. Yeah, it's it's tough. Like, everything, it's like he just looks very out of shape, too. And I'm, like, not fat shaming, like, at all, but he looks very out of shape. Paul passes him, and he does the Gary Sanchez. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, and if yeah. you look, it's like, like, people will be like, well, he's, like, still, like, his defense is still, like, Plus, but I'm like, if you look at where his defense was as to where it is now, it is a huge regression. This game calling yeah. sucks now, too. Yeah, absolutely. It's very true. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but he's starting to look more over at the dugout and getting his, uh, getting, getting yeah, them that's to call what people the game. have been saying that, yeah, I see. They were like, oh, I think they're calling the game from the dugout. And I was like, if that's true, then you definitely need to not pick up his option for next year. Although, figure something out. <laughs> although it. If I had to choose between Veritech and Vasquez calling a game, oh, I'd of course, Ver- right. So, like, True, but the fact that- in the dugout, so yeah, but at the same time, like Veritech shouldn't have to be still calling right. baseball games for the Boston yeah. Red Sox. You, you can pick up Sandy Leone from from the Marlins uh, for that level of defense, better defense, and just yeah, better pitch about calling. the same bat, really. Yeah, that's the problem is that, like, I know um, one of our co-hosts, Isaac, has said the the idea of, like, if you can have, like, a solid one through eight and then your ninth is, like, Connor Wong. Like, sure, he's not ready offensively right now, but, like, his defense is great. He caught one of Evaldi's, like, best. Why did Evaldi throw a great game today? <clears throat> Ploiecki was catching. So, you know, like, there's things like that. There's, like, maybe let Connor Wong catch. <laughs> like, Do you guys remember in uh, Houston, what month was that? June? I don't remember, but uh, I'll say June. I think Pavetta and Vasquez like got into it in the dugout. I don't know if you guys remember that, but ever since then, like I've I've been paying closer attention. It's like I don't even think this pitching staff gets along with them. I just, I mean, we all know that like uh, Sale preferred Sandy catching him. There's a reason for it. You know, and it's sure it's like everybody's like, oh, and at that time, Vasquez could hit a little bit. So you're like, oh, are you? But then it's like the catcher position. You're fine if your catcher isn't like that's the thing is Vasquez is still catching at an elite level. You're okay with his, especially if he's the ninth hitter. You're okay with him being the only one that's not hitting at like an above average level. But he's just not doing either this year. And it's like it's like he has the overall yips. Like it's like he forgot how to do it all. Yeah. And the base running. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. He thinks yeah. just because he has eight steals, he's freaking Flash Gordon. <laughs> yeah. like, Somebody what? tie a ball and chain to him. I mean, he and he doesn't learn. He's just like, yep, I'll take this extra base, and he's out by 10 feet. It's like, stop. Yeah. 
and it's just like those are momentum like crushers in those moments yeah. that you're like speaking of momentum crushers let's talk about carlos fables oh my god yeah what, what the fuck is going on there why are you ever sending jd martinez like why are you sending jd martinez from second <laughs> on a ball that's hit to I, I don't even know where it was. I don't remember where it was hit. Right field or left field? I, I think it may have been left, which is I, even more questionable. Yeah, that's 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 more questionable. It's like, so it's who cares? Let's just say it's out in the outfield, anyways. JD is one of the slowest people on our team. Why are you trying to send him from second home? Like, just play it safe. Leave him at third. Yeah, if that's Duran, bye. <laughs> that's- if that's like anybody yeah. else. else, that's even fine. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, like watching JD run, it's like they always say it's like he has a piano on his back, and I was like, oh my god! So he's like the piano man, like, and it just looks awkward. It looks like he's uncomfortable. That's why every time he's in the outfield, I'm like, this is just a liability. And it's not like because people are like, oh, he's got a decent arm, like he he can like catch it, like. But the thing is that like when he's out of position, sometimes like speed will make up for that. He doesn't have the speed. Like say Duran's out of position, his speed could make up for it. It's not happening for JD Martinez. <laughs> like right, yeah. And every time he slides, I cringe because I'm like, oh god, there goes his wrist or <laughs> right like. I mean, every time he slides, he looks like he's just, like, running at a, at his full speed, and then he just drops <laughs> on his ass. Like, there's no form there. He's just like... It's not grace okay, no. at all. No, absolutely not. You could take what, what happened in right field at Yankee Stadium, where he just, like, yes. he slid. That was just... Ugh. Yeah, and he you're... just fell trying to catch it. Uh, yeah, it's like, if he's, like, obviously left field at Fenway, I'm, like, way more confident. But, like, him ever in right field, I'm like, Why? Why is why was right field your choice? Like, yeah, it's sort of like you know, the, like there is truth to like defense being liabilities. Like Nelson Cruz blew the World Series for um, you know for the Texas Rangers. So my question was, why was Nelson Cruz also in that position in the World Series? Why did you not literally Ron Washington? Why did you not put somebody who's good in right field? Like you know, yeah, you so need, like you need one more out. You got one inning to go, and you got a ring. Yeah, Nelly Cruz yeah. does not need to be on the field for that. No, no, he can just come from the dugout and enjoy it like everybody yeah, else. He can so just celebrate like everybody else. He'll be closer to the dog pile. It's fantastic. Absolutely. So then you just have these people that are true liabilities at positions. So I got a question for you guys. You two obviously got a chance to watch the full game. I got to listen to the game mm-hmm. like in and out uh, of my office today. And did, did anything get hit towards Schwarber and left? Um, um, he made that double play. Yeah, he like came out of nowhere to like kind of <laughs> save two, the day. <laughs> what was it? One, two, five, seven. Yeah, it was yeah. wild. Like, cause like I was like watching it, and then I was like half paying attention to it, and then everybody's like, "Wait, was that Schwarber?" It was like one of those moments that you're like, "Wait, he was the person that." <laughs> so that was the only time he had a play. I think so. I'm. I'm. Not, I feel like he may have made something routine, he but I know that me, he's not necessarily a strong outfielder, but it's. Like it's, it has to be better than JD. That's really what it comes down to, you know. That, oh, I'm that double play really felt like him saying, "Fine, I'll do it myself." Because like he tagged <laughs> the base runner, and they like looked around, like, "Where are you guys? Like, what are you guys doing?" Like, yeah, it's like I'm good I, at baseball. Like, what? What? What are you guys? <laughs> like the entire middle infield was on third base, I guess, just like playing patty cake. Bob was <laughs> running around like a like a chicken with his head cut off. Like, who knows? Devers fucking ran across the entire fucking diamond. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah. Like, I, even when, like, the bat double play is made, it's still so shitty. <laughs> like, you yeah. know? I heard I heard the double play. Like, uh, Steg was calling it and whatever. Oh, and I was just like, I'm like, oh, my God, people. I, someone please, please send me a video of this. I really need to see this <laughs> shit show. And uh, I saw it, and I was like, holy shit, what a bunch of fucking idiots. And yeah, then it's... I'm sitting here calling the Rangers idiots, and then Barnes fucking blows them, blows the game. Oh Ugh. God, yeah. But how, how do like what are our feelings with this? Like this has been something that's happened a lot recently for Barnes since the it was like he was the best, literally the best reliever in baseball up until going into the All Star break. Like people can say he's not ready to be a closer, not this. Like you don't play half a season at an elite level at your job and is our nails to then be like, Oh no, he's only been an eighth inning guy. Like that's you don't play half a season. If you're only an eighth inning guy, you would have sucked from the beginning. So I don't know. Is it, is it the tacky stuff? Like, was he like a spider tack merchant? Uh, like, I, I don't know. Like, what is it? Like, I'm, I, I have, you'll have to look into the spin rates on that. The thing is like, yeah. if it, if he, I think he still has something left. Whether he has, like, a clutch gene and is able to be an elite closer or not, I don't know. But yeah. he's not a terrible pitcher. Um, no. And he, we're acting like he, he's put into, like, this incredibly pressure-filled situation. Like, a two-run lead against the Rangers is not at all yeah. like a three-run lead against the Yankees or whatever. Like, this is not the – this is not even really – he shouldn't even feel like it's a safe situation. Like, he should just be pitching. And then he blows it. Like, I, I don't know if it's the fact that he's the closer. Maybe his mechanics are out of whack. Maybe he mm-hmm. was using sticky stuff. Like, I, I don't know. His fastball command has been terrible. Um, and his his breaking ball, if if they're not if, – if he's missing his location with the fastball, then they're just going to key hold a fastball. They're not even going to look for the curveball. Mm-hmm. So when his fastball's off, his curveball's ineffective – and I think that's kind of what the issue's been. I don't know what causes that, but um, I, I know Eck talked about that a little bit, and that's just kind of what I feel. Um, but like you were saying, like you don't pitch half of a season, become an all-star at your position, which it's incredibly difficult to become an all-star reliever. Like there's just yeah. not that many spots. Mm-hmm. Um, you you don't do that, and just like you're a fraud. Like you're, that doesn't. Yeah, happen. and like you see most so, of Twitter is getting on him for that, and I'm like, it's, come on. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I got on him. I said fuck you, Barnes, because he blew it. But I'd oh, like I'd to say uh, fuck you, Barnes, too. Okay. I'm with you on that. Okay. But... <laughs> yeah, I, I still love Matt Barnes, but man, holy shit, am I getting tired of these? It points. makes you angry. It makes you yeah. angry. Absolutely. So I, I I pulled something up. I don't remember exactly where I got this from, but uh, Matt Barnes has a 7.84 ERA with five saves. Two blo- uh, five saves, two blown saves, and three losses since the Red Sox signed him to a two-year contract extension in July on July 11th. Yeah, I think Master Donato posted that, and I feel like he's kind of the Grim Reaper. I feel like he's one of the people that sort of always looks for the the negative, and it, that drives me insane. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's true. It's a facts. Uh, I I don't think. If he's implying that Barnes was just like getting his money and running, I, I, don't I hate that. Really, yeah, I, I don't think that that's what's happening. Um, if he was going to get his money, he would have gotten more. Oh my god, yeah! Like, and even even him going through this, like 
slump, say he gets out of it a bit and finishes the season really well, he's definitely making more money on the open market. Like he a hundred percent took a discount to stay here. <laughs> and am I mistaken or did he have a bad outing? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer right before the all-star break is that or is that Evaldi? i'll have to look at that mm, yeah I, i'm not sure i'm not 100 percent sure there i do know that uh i feel like he he's been going like not pitching as well since the all-star game yeah and he was a little shaky in the all-star That's what game I'm saying. Too. yeah yeah so you could maybe be remembering that being a little shaky but yeah. um but yeah, and then you get the people that all still complain about, like, well, why didn't they get Kimbrell? I was like, because you have to give up major prospects to get Craig Kimbrell. Or why didn't they get Jose Barrios? Like, if you want Jose Barrios, uh, it's costing you costs. I don't really care what anybody says. Because the value, they overpaid by I about... Think, I don't think Barrios would have cost us costs. It would have definitely cost costs. Like, with the... No, it, it would have. It would have cost costs, or it would have cost uh, a bunch of the prospects all at once. Because if you look at the value, they overpaid already for him, meaning that the Red Sox would have had to have grossly overpaid to get somebody like that. Like, it's true. I mean, if you really look at what went to... Uh, Minnesota, you would have had to give up a major, major prospect to get him. And uh, just looking at the game yeah. game log, uh, Barnes had an appearance on June 6th, which was the series before the All-Star break. He pitched an inning, gave up an earned run, two walks, and a hit. So he was mm. – and then the next, the next uh, appearance, which was like the day before the All-Star break, he gave up a hit as well. So mm. – Maybe the all-star break isn't exactly what we should be pointing to. Yeah, maybe a little bit before. Just sort of like the Red Sox being bef- a little bit before yeah. the all-star break is when things exactly. started to get a little shaky. For truth, yeah. Yep. No, it wasn't the all-star break. It was it was the trade deadline. Come on. <laughs> That's right. right? Yeah, it wasn't. Oh, yeah, All right. right. So let's talk about some other things. Um, in his first game with Low A Salem, Blues Jordan hit his first homer. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, did you guys see the Grand Slam? Yes, he's already had two home runs in like three games. <laughs> they they walked York. Uh, who was it? Lynchburg uh, walked York to like why? Why would you do that? Like you have <laughs> Blaze Jordan coming up, and you're you're just gonna walk this guy. I would have probably gone after York instead. Uh, but yeah, the the writing was on the wall with that one. You knew that was coming. I mean, you don't walk to York to get the Blaze Jordan. Yeah. Can, can I just say how boring the uh, minor league calls are? Oh my god, they really yeah. are. I was like, uh, come on, like girl, get some excitement in you. Like, holy crap. <laughs> like, there's a drive and it's gone. It's gone. Wow. And that's a grand slam. 
Yeah, ladies, I think I'm actually showing a little more excitement than she was. I just feel like we were just so used to like Don Orsillo that like the the caller of the the most excited one can possibly get that like everybody else since then is just like so yeah. Jordan hits hits a homer uh, in the top of the ninth. Uh, Marcelo Meyer he hits his first professional home run in uh, for FCL yeah. uh, the Florida Complex League. Uh, Siebel he hit another one today, yeah. Great. Oh, did he? Great. Uh, yeah. Siebel. Went seven innings, yeah. one, hit, one walk, nine Ks, four of them looking, five of them swinging. Uh, he threw 87 pitches, 61 for strikes, 21 called strikes, 11 swinging strikes. Uh, credit to Katie Morrison, uh, the beat writer for the Wu Sox. Um, so looking, looking bright. Future's looking bright. It's so crazy because I felt like, I feel like Philadelphia just, undervalued Connor Siebold like quite a bit. He was the main piece. He was the centerpiece for that trade. And they just were like, you know what? Here, we'll give you Pavetta too. Yeah. It's crazy. They see the undervaluing of of him, I feel like, because like that's just a great, great outing. Like he didn't have he didn't give up a hit until the seventh. Like nope. And he only gave up one hit and his whole and all seven innings that he reached. Like that's a great, great, and of course, you know, you you'll get the people that'll say, "Well, this isn't a starter the Red Sox develop, so it doesn't count." They still need to develop, and I'm like, "Well, if you could take somebody who maybe was undervalued and make them great, like that's developing him. Like whether yeah. or not you drafted him, you are developing him. You know, you're developing Pavetta really in a way too, if you look at it, because like the thing with Pavetta is it would be we were getting like flashes of brilliance and then sometimes he'll have a bad start for Astros of brilliance, but we're getting more flashes of brilliance than he ever gave Philadelphia. It was just every bad Pavetta start that we get was like his Philadelphia career kind of. So it's like right. we're developing him as well. So it's like I don't know, maybe we're turning a corner in pitching development, which would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be incredible. Maybe if Han could bring over like somebody from the Rays that knows how to develop pitching, that would right? be that would be wonderful. I think he can bring some of his guys next year because I know that there was a there, there was, was yeah there was a contract thing mm-hmm. that said that when he signed with the Boston Red Sox that he wasn't able to uh to pick out of the Tampa Bay Rays organization because who's who's their uh who's their bench coach? Venable Oh, oh, for them. Oh, yeah, for, for camp. Oh, for the Rays. Oh, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, their pitching uh, coach is Matt. Snyder, right? Yeah, Snyder. Good so for him. Yeah, I, I think uh, he was one of the guys that were like rumored to be in the running for the manager or for for the uh, head coach position uh, mm. when they were looking, but nobody realized that he had that. Uh, yeah. that little thing in his contract that said he can't take anybody from uh, the Tampa Bay uh, Tampa Bay Rays organization. Yeah, you I think he can. I was just going to say that uh, the way that Snyder jogs to the mound pisses me off, but um, <laughs> but I think Haim after next year can start taking people from Tampa Bay if he so chooses. I think it was only um, like a couple of years that he couldn't. Do right, anything. I think it was yeah. one or two years. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it was that long, though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe next year, like he gets one of his like pitching gurus because Tampa Bay can take somebody who's dog crap and make them what Nick Anderson. 
I, 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 I don't know if There's anybody guy, watched um, Sean Armstrong. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so Sean Armstrong had like a eight ERA with the Orioles this year, and then the the Rays claimed him. Which for any organization, if a Ray if the Rays ask for one of your pitchers, do not give them up, please, mm-hmm. please stop doing that. But the Rays <laughs> claimed him, and he came up to the big leagues and struck out like the he struck out the side in two of his first three appearances. It's like this is a problem. Like the yeah, Rays, what are they away doing? What is yeah. the voodoo? Like, the, what is the voodoo magic is really what I want to know that they're doing in Tampa Bay because crap, it's amazing. I don't know so what Tampa's it is. Like, I watched hey, the, we get... No. <laughs> You're right. I watched the Tampa Bay Rays the other day. I think it was yesterday, actually. And Chris Archer started. And I'm going to say it's weird seeing him back with Tampa Bay. Mm. Like, I, I didn't really watch too many outings of him with Pittsburgh. But <laughs> seeing him come back and pitch for the Rays, and he only went two innings. Yeah, because didn't he get uh, – isn't he on the COVID IL or something like that? I don't think it was COVID IL. He, he went – he left the game early. Yeah. Hip tightness. Oh, was that what – oh, my God. So he just can't stay healthy. <laughs> no. And, you know, Tampa fucking decided to trade him to Pittsburgh for Tyler Glasnow, oh. and uh, they got him back, which I don't know and, why they got him back. And Meadows. Like, they got Glasnow and Meadows. <laughs> Talk like, about one of the worst trades imaginable. I mean, it oh could not get any worse. The yeah. Pirates are pirate. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. You know how people say the Mets will met? Yeah. The Pirates are pirate. Pirates will pirate. So terrible. There's the such Pirates a just dude. won't develop pitching. Yeah. It's bad. Like, we're bad at developing pitching, but at least we're not the Pirates. So there's that. Yeah, and the thing with the Pirates is they they just don't know how to utilize it. Like, they could have a rotation of Garrett Cole, Jamison Tyon, and uh, Tyler Glasnow. <laughs> like, holy shit, dude. That's like yeah. the that's like the Marlins when they had JT Riamuto, they had Christian yes. Galli, Ozuna before it was a piece of shit, yeah. and uh, Giancarlo Stanton. And they still weren't good with them, though, which was weird to me. You <laughs> How many of those guys were MVP, uh, MVP, MVP caliber players? Uh, like, they have one MVP. MVP. Yeah, didn't Stanton win the MVP with them? He did yeah. while with with the with the Marlins, and then yeah, of course, Yelly won with the Brewers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on with Yelich, like because they were back to back. He should have been back to back MVP, and then now it's like he doesn't always ask from his elbow. Like, what's going on, Yelly? He's been really hurt, and Real Muto is mm. one of the best catchers. Yeah. In the game, I mean, yeah. offensively especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really pay attention to the Phillies. Uh, I do know <laughs> that they blew a fucking oh, blew a game the other day on a pass ball. And, They're uh, bad. We, you know, you're getting on the Red Sox, Red Sox fans. We could be Philadelphia Philly fans. Yeah, they, they were fucking – they had what, like a five-game lead? Yeah. What gets me with them, though, is that hiring Dombrowski didn't make sense in the fact that they don't have a farm system. Dombrowski is great at being able to, like, I still think Dombrowski is good at developing, like, Casas Duran, like, these things are are of Dombrowski, like, even if you go to, like, Noah Song, like, he's great at that, but he's also really good at when you have a robust farm system, knowing the correct pieces to get huge names. So my thing is, they they don't have a good farm system. You really needed a guy that's going to build your farm, get that guy, fire him, and then get Deal and Dave to come in and, like, get all the big names for your team. <laughs> the, the Phillies signing or 
hiring Dombrowski made no sense to me. Before they hired him, it was like, oh, we're broke, we're poor, we don't have the money, we lost millions of dollars in the COVID season, and then bam, we're going to hire Dave Dombrowski, the guy who's known to fucking just like sign blank checks, just get blank checks and fucking sign them over to the players. Yeah, is if Dave wants someone, Dave will overpay for him. And that's fine. There's literally nothing wrong with that. But when you're trying, when you don't have a farm system and you're trying to like save money, Dave Dombrowski doesn't, did not make any sense to me. I mean, I hope he could figure out how to do something, but it just feels like it's not a, it's just not the right fit for him. It's not the right fit for the Phillies either. Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right. So let's start talking about this series. Mm-hmm. Um, the second mm-hmm. game will be a little disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I love how like we took two out of three and we're still like, eh. well, like you know, that's how it feels. Honestly, two out of three, it doesn't even feel like we yeah. took two out of three. I know it's true. That last game is, didn't feel like a win. We keep, mm-hmm. We're we're moving the goalposts back, and everyone's doing this, but like everyone's kind of moving the goalposts back for like when this team is just officially bad. So like, yeah. it was like, oh, my God, we lost up until that Toronto series. Everyone was like, oh, if we don't at least split this Toronto series, this team is just bad and they're dead. And then we are like, we got to that point where they lost three out of four and we decided to move the goalpost back because, like, we can't call it yet. And then they keep losing. They get swept by the Yankees. And we're like, well, we have an easy schedule coming up. We need to sweep these bad teams. And then we only take two of three. It's like, man, like, where does this end? I know, and that's the problem is I even, like, I was angry, so I did the whole, like, do I have to jump on the bandwagon of this team being shit? Like, I really hope I still don't have to, but, like, two, like, it was really the errors that made me upset. Like you said, it's inexcusable. So, like, when you make those errors after having made five, after it coming out that you had, like, your closed-door meeting where we're, like, we're better than this, and then you don't show that you're better than this, it makes me think that you're not. And it sucks. Let's uh, let's we're gonna talk about that uh, that little meeting because I got a little quote from Alex Spear. Mm. Uh, he was talking to Alex Verdugo about that. So let's talk about the first game. Uh, Chris Sale ended up going five innings, yep. seventy one pitches, forty nine of them for strikes. Sale gave up five hits and walked one, which is one more than he did. It's his first walk yeah. of the season. He had five strikeouts and his ERA after two games is at one eighty. Uh, 1.80. And he's at Uh, like 70%. (laughs) Robles came in uh, through one inning, 15 pitches, eight strikes. Davis, big fudge. He comes in uh, for the seventh, one inning pitch through 12, uh, 12 pitches, seven of them for strikes. Uh, The buzzsaw came in for the eighth through one inning. He threw uh, 15 pitches, nine for strikes. Barnes came in for the ninth, threw 15 pitches, 10 for strikes. Um, Schwarber went two for two with two walks to be on base four times. I really enjoy watching him walk. Like, I, I, I'd He's like great to at that. I want, I want to see him, like, I'd love to see him hit his first homer with the Red Sox because that would be cool and everything. But just seeing him walk, just like, holy shit, dude. He's, he, he's more disciplined than everybody. Like, JD has been sucking dick. Oh, it has been absolutely t- atrocious watching him. Like, I don't know what he's doing. Like, really. I really like- I really cannot wait for him to just, like, like, I opt love out? JD, but <laughs> opt out. Opt out, man. 
He's definitely like, not. Unless he can think some team's going to give him three years or we get the universal DH, we're stuck. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the NL's going to adopt the DH and everyone's going to want a DH. And he still can be good. Yeah, oh, he's been good. Like, overall, overall numbers are good, but, you know? But I, I think I think the Sox just have to just have to move on. Like, if he opts out, to me, it, like, really allows you to re-sign Schwarber and then get another bat as well, that you almost feel like you didn't really lose him. If you go out and get a pretty good bat and, like, a re-signing of Schwarber, like, you, you, they may not miss a beat, really. Yeah, truthfully. the free agent market is too good to just keep – like, if he opts out, you have to spend money this offseason. Yeah, and I think they will because, and they have quite a bit of money to. I play think they have with. like forty-seven, right? Yeah, it's like it. It looks like I think that um, stats came out and said that they're about at one hundred and seventy million. And while we don't know exactly where the uh, the lux the luxury tax will be, but I'm yeah. thinking it'll be about two hundred and twelve because it looks like it goes and increases yeah, to ten it, million, two million every year, and yeah, it's at two ten this year. So it'd probably be around two twelve. So yeah, that gives them quite a bit of money to go after quite a bit of. Really good free agents. Right. So uh, in that and, game, there was that really weird interference oh, at, second, yeah. at second base. And I was fucking – I was going to lose my shit if that runner at third scored. Completely blocky, Like, completely. <laughs> and if there was no fucking way he was going to catch it. No, he, but, like, stepped on him too. It was just – Poor Poor Kike, man. He got hit in the face one. He he grinds. He's a tough guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, So there was that. What what are you guys' thoughts on the fact that Sale only threw 71 pitches? It's it's interesting because I I would have liked to have seen him come out for one more inning. Like I think he could have gone six. Didn't he come out and say like he would want to have gone six? Sale's not going to be like, no, I, I was good at five. I no, 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 but still, like, some pitches oh, wouldn't say anything. So at least you're, you're – I love hearing how much he, he wants pitch to a full, He'd, he'd uh, pitch a fucking complete game if he could. Yeah, so I'm really okay with still – like, this honestly was like a rehab star for him. Like, you know, so I, same with, um, you know, the Orioles. So I'm sort of okay with them taking their time with him for then when he has to face the Yankees and when he has to face the Rays that he's at – 90% instead of 70. And the fact that, like, if he's at 70%, like, 70% of Chris Sale is one of, still one of the best pitchers in baseball. So let's get him up to 90, 100. Like, Grant, but. your thoughts? Yeah. What's his uh, next start going to be against? Twins? Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. So another potential rehab. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I mean, the Twins offense isn't as bad as the Rangers, mm-hmm. really, but it's like – I, I understand. Like, if his, next, if his next start ended up being against, like, the Yankees, I'd be pretty pissed because it's like you got to stretch him out against these bad teams. But his next start's against the Twins. Like, they'll stretch him out a little bit more. He'll probably get to 90, maybe 95. Um, if yeah, they so, don't stretch him out more than that, I'll, I'll have some have some questions. But So right now, uh, with the projected starters, he's projected uh, – I'm just looking at fan graphs mm-hmm. right now – uh, he's projected to face the Twins on Thursday, yep. which will set him up to face the Tampa Bay Rays on the 31st. Yeah, and I so think that, that will be great. his first full test. Yep, and I think that could be a really, really good one. Yeah, we have got to see him stretched out against the Twins, and then if he if he does well stretched out against the Twins, then we're good. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. 
So, <clears throat> all right, let's continue on. What are the projected starters for that Ray series? Out of curiosity. Um, the Rays is Pavetta, Sale. Is it a three or four game series? I think it's four. It is four. So if it's four, it's going to be Pavetta, Sale, uh, Erod, and then most likely I'm going to go, it's going to be Evaldi. Yeah, so like we could have. That's like, pretty good. Yeah. No. I don't hate it. I Did don't you? either because Pavetta pitch is really good in uh, weather controlled. Uh, yeah, environments. If drop, he might throw a no-no. Like, that's how so, good he is. I mean, <laughs> the last time he pitched at, at the trap, he pitched that freaking... Six-hitless. Six yeah, six-hitless. Yeah. And then they then Barnes gave up that... Or not Barnes, but Vasquez had that pass ball. Mm. Yeah, that's painful still. Yeah, so the pitching matchups could be really good. And, like, it's a four-game series, so you take three out of four or on the off chance you sweep them, like... That's a big momentum shift, not just for the wild card, but like for the division. Yeah, are we giving it, up on the division yet? I don't I mean, think we should. I, yeah, uh, never. The but standings, with the standings right now, I'm waiting for it to load up. And we have about six and a half out. We still have thirty something games left. We have seven four against them, right? We we have seven seven with the Rays. Oh yeah, so yeah, so four and then another series. So yeah, seven against them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I was asking, do we have? Oh no, I think before? it is seven. Let me check because this is a four-game series, and then I know we still have another series coming up with them. And how many it series? Is seven. You have a four and then a three. Yeah, and then so we have how many games with the Yankees? We only think like legit have three. Only three left with the Yankees. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And no, we have four. I mean, we. Have- when Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Do we, we have, have four? Or is there or yeah, isn't it? Aren't we ten? Isn't it ten and five this so far? No, ten and six. A six it's, it's, yeah. Okay, so it's three. It is. Three. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's at the end of so it's the twenty fourth through the twenty sixth of September, and then Baltimore and Washington to close out. So <laughs> we certainly have an easier division or a easier path mm-hmm. than uh, than I think a lot of people think. And the Rays schedule, if I recall, is. It's kind of middle of the pack as far as strength of schedule for the last yes. 40 games. Well, they're playing and then the Phillies next. Side, so. And Say you really, 
yeah. say you take five of seven in those seven against the Rays, I think you have a chance. I mean, I don't think it's out of the question. At least you're getting the first wild card spot. I think that the Yankees finish in third place at the end of the year. That's my prediction. That would be fantastic because um, I want home I'd field advantage that. in a wild card if we have to do the wild card because I don't want to go against Garrett Cole and Yankee Stadium. I just don't right. like those odds. Even if it's sale on the mound, I love sale. So, like, I just still don't like those odds. No. I, I, you know what? In all honesty, like, I'm not even going to lie. I won't care about any other postseason games after that. Yeah. If, if it came down to just Red Sox, Yankees for the wild card. As oh, and beating it, them? Yeah. Yeah. Because that would just mean that a team that was project, projected to win the World Series gets an ass kicked by a team that was supposed to be a seller dweller. Yeah. Yeah, no, it would be great, and it would shut up all of Yankees. I I love the fact that Yankee fans are just like, oh, the Red Sox shot, the Red Sox shot. Okay, we're going through a bad bad time right now. Um, I can agree that we're sucking some real asshole right now. Yes. But also, dude, we we were supposed to be like a, I don't know, a Kansas City. A fourth place team. Team. You know, yeah. like the fourth place team, 17 games out. We're still very much into this. 100%. We still have the wild card uh, to go. Uh, yeah. we're, and we're the thing so is, we, I think we we're own, t- we own the second, second. wild card. Right yeah. Now. So it took New York to just start playing at an, an unbelievably high level. And for us to play at an unbelievably shit level for them to pass us. And there's still t- plenty of time. For the Red Sox to catch up. So just think about that. I, I will yeah, say it, this. It took them winning that, nine in a row. Yeah. If, if and we suck right now. If, so. <laughs> if we end up beating the Yankees, right, they will be like, oh, well, you blew a ten and a half game lead. Who cares? Yeah. It's like, I don't fucking care if we blew a fucking 20 game lead. At the like, end of the day, if I'm ahead, I don't give a shit what happened. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now here's, here's a question for you. That's the stupidest thing, but they will do that. You're do, so right. <laughs> do 27 rings. Any, do we have oh, fucking Christ, dude? <laughs> Some asshole at fucking Yankee Stadium said that to me the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, how many have you been alive for? I know. Five? And then you'll get the whole, well, I like history. I'm like, cool. <laughs> and how many did you win before baseball was integrated as well? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. My question for you guys, are, do we have any, like – Fear of Seattle? No, I really don't. They're they're no. green. No, I mean, I'm gonna say why I I don't have fear of Seattle, but I'm just wanted to ask you guys. I mean, they are three and a half games back in the wild card race. Um, Oakland's a half game back. The only reason why I'm not fearing them is they picked up bad injuries. Yeah, yeah. So Patrice's pieces is gonna be blowing things, but <laughs> and they also have Weber. Yeah, and they just, like, I don't know. I don't, I like, should they scare me more, only being three and a half out? Sure. But honestly, uh, Oakland doesn't scare me either. Like, no, they really o- don't. Look, if you look up, at, like, Starling Marte, definitely a good player. Yes. Um, but other than that, I look at their lineup, and it's like, who are these guys? Like, even Olsen's more than really the Rays. Too. Like, you Olsen's look at, really good. yeah, it's true. And Chapman is a good defender, but like yeah, that's the thing is like people, Rays, yeah. like 
I look up and down that lineup. I'm like, how do you win any games? Jed Lowry. Yeah. No, it's, it's more so like true. about throwing like 80 something miles per hour in one game. It's usually yeah. based on their pitching uh, that really takes them to bigger heights, but I don't know. And it, well, it's just kind of like, you know, the magic, uh, it's the magic of the Bay Area because San Fran is just doing Holy their thing. Shit, just dude. doing their damn thing. You'd think I'm, it was an even year. <laughs> I'm so- I'm super excited for San Fran. Oh, I'm like, glad. I love Gabe Kapler. They, looking they, the beard. Oh, God. My my seven, my 17-year-old self inside they, is still excited. So I have an American League team, which is Boston Red Sox. And mm-hmm. when I, about uh, 15, maybe 20 years ago, I decided, hey, you know, I'm going to pay attention to a National League team. And mm-hmm. it ended up being the uh, San Francisco Giants when, uh, oh, fuck, what was his name? The beard dude. Oh, Wilson. Yeah, Brian Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I've watched their, <laughs> the the first year they won the World Series, and he's just sitting there like tapping on the fucking on the dugout, and then he's tapping on top of his. Uh, that beard like looked like it was dyed. It was so black. Oh, it, it was definitely dyed. <laughs> like it was the blackest beard I've ever seen. He shaved it. He doesn't have it anymore. Oh. And uh, I remember uh, somebody asked him that the, said to him that the Yankees were interested in him. And he was like, I would never go. I'd oh, he's from around here. That's why he was born in my hometown. So he's like, and I think that's definitely probably why. <laughs> and he'd have to shave the beard. It that's was the beard. The it 100% was the beard. I remember listening to uh starting nine and, uh, um, oh, fuck. What's his name? Uh, not Carabas. I had it on the tip of my fucking tongue. Braden. Yeah, Dallas Braden. Dallas Braden was is like best friends with fucking Brian Wilson, and he was yeah, yeah. and and, uh, yeah, he was like yeah, he he was never gonna shave that fucking beard off. No way. Also, what is with this like antiquated aspect of the Yankees and I and the the no facial hair except for the weird mustache that makes you look like a pedophile, uh, and not allowed to have long hair. It's just like what what are you doing? You're taking away. I understand there's like the idea of like oh the professionalism and we look all the same and stuff like that, but like we should be celebrating people's individualities rather than you all looking the same. It's very strange. It's like military uniform. It's it's the Yankees. That's the way they do it, and that's why they all look like douchebags. Yeah, or my thing is, though, like, let them have all the beards they want or let them be a thousand percent clean shaven because those weird mustaches that Giancarlo Stanton has makes him look like he has a van and wants to open it with candy to little children. Like, I'm sorry. Literally, it's like a a little pedophile mustache. I I saw that at the the Field of Dreams game, and I was like, what the fuck is that on his lip? Yeah, it's awful. So I'm like, either have a rule or don't have a rule. I could never see uh, Eric Judge with something like that. If I did, I'd probably punch him in the face. It's just so strange to me. And I remember, like, one year when they were, like, trying to, like, rally to be, like, a good team, a bunch of them started just doing, like, the little mustache because, like, that's what you're allowed. And I was like, this is so dumb. No, no. Hello. <laughs> Look like you want to say something, Grant. Oh, no, you're good. I was looking at the uh, the Yankees score. Oh. Oh, how's that going? It? It's 1-1. One, one. Oh, All right. It's still 1-1. One, one. Damn. Like, come on, Bravos. Come on. And the Braves are my National League team, but they're mainly my National League team because they were in Boston and my grandmother um, was a Brave fan you know, when they were the Boston Braves. So I, that's sort of my connection to my National League team. 
I really wanted them. When they were up 3-1 last year and they blew it, I'm like, y'all suck. Uh, so I took a quote from uh, Boston Strong. I know a lot of the stuff that he says uh, can be misconstrued or some of the facts he says is wrong. But uh, uh, Cora said that he believes Sale was holding back on his velocity, uh, which seems to be okay. Um, you know, if he's dotting his uh, his pitches, then I'm okay. It's like I don't oh, need yeah. Sale throwing 99 miles per hour or whatnot. He can be uh, effective with 92, like you said, yeah. if it's perfectly placed. And he has pinpoint control. He, We've seen that he towards the end of the season a lot anyway. Like, when mm-hmm. he gets burnt out towards the end of the year, he's throwing, you know, 92, 93, and he's still pretty effective with it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, he had seven swing and misses, which is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, he's good. We couldn't really ask for more, especially coming off of Tommy John. So Seven another and misses if you're not throwing 99 is like that means that your stuff is just that good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Sox notes. Uh, I don't know if you guys follow. Oh, Red them. Sox notes is great. I love Red Sox notes. Yeah. I uh, said joining the Red Sox uh, from 2017 to 2021, Chris Sale has made more scoreless starts of at least five innings, 22, than any other pitcher in the <laughs> AL, and he missed. All of 2020 and most of 2021. <laughs> it's like same with strikeouts too. He was like only behind like Bauer and strikeouts and Bauer play, you know, also I don't like Bauer, but anyways, I don't really want to be mentioning him, but like outside of that, it's like, he's only behind him and it's wild because he, you're, you're right. He's been out. <laughs> uh, the only National League pictures with more in that time are Jacob DeGrom, which you'd expect. Yes. Um, and he's only yeah. got 25, and mm-hmm. Hijin Ryu with 23. Wow, I'm a little surprised with uh, with uh, Ryu, but good for him. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Xander ended up hitting his 20th homer of the season. Oh, that was like beautiful home run. Yeah, wasn't yeah. that the one that was tucked right in the corner? Oh, it was perfectly placed right by fist pole. Boom. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the Sox win 6-0. Great game. They look so good. Like that's that. Like I said in my recap for Over the Monster, I said this felt like it harkened back to mid June. Like they just looked like the team we thought they were for you know, most of the season. Right. Absolutely, and that's what's so disappointing about the last two games is like mm-hmm. after that game, you're like a perfectly yeah. clean game. The bullpen pitched perfectly after Sale came out. You're like yeah. okay, the bullpen's been a big concern. They finally kind of quiet some of those concerns. You said, uh, did Sal Mora pitch? Yep, yep. Yeah, so Sal Mora pitched well, which is really good because he had been hurt and then just kind of ineffective for a couple mm-hmm. appearances. So, like, when they quiet those concerns, you're like, okay, this is good. We're going to be fine. And then they come yep. out and make five errors and then two Ugh. errors. And it's just let's like, let's, let's not, move on to the next game. follow up something Ugh. like that. Let's let's talk the next game with <laughs> yeah. the five errors. This uh, this horse shit of a fucking game. Jesus fucking Christ! I, I don't understand how I watched this entire. I didn't. I, know. I don't really. I don't really know how I actually sat there and watched all nine yeah. innings of this. I had to recap it. That's literally the only reason why I didn't look away. And yeah, I, hated it. I, I probably yeah. would have just watched the the, the, the <laughs> socks two or whatever. Right. But oh. you don't get that out there. Um. One of the biggest plays 
in the game was the uh, double play where Rafi hit the ball all the way to center field. Oh, and oh. it hit the wall. It hit the wall. <laughs> it was. It hit. It was. The wall. All right. It was said that it was it was caught. They called him out. Um, then they doubled up Kike at first, and then the replay because they said, "I don't care what anybody says." There's no way that somebody in the infield is going to hear the ball hit the wall. I can understand like us watching the game or whatever, possibly hearing the ball uh, hit the wall or whatever. But there's no definitive way that like they weren't going to change that that no. that call. There was no, no they, way. They never yeah, were. and they straight up said they like straight said, "Oh, we we couldn't like tell." There was no, there was no <laughs> definitive. Exactly. So that that was shit. Um. So, but that's not even where it started. It started with Vasquez and his mm. lazy, lazy wannabe tag at home plate. I really like if I was at Fenway, I probably would have ran behind home plate and been like, "Vasquez, you fucking suck." Yeah, and it's not even a moment of like when it's like, oh well, you can never do what they do. It's like, no, no, no. I know I can dive. Yeah. dive. I can yeah. dive and like I've seen so many stills of that fucking play. He had the ball for like yeah. the guy was probably a good like seven feet away from the plate, and all he had to do was just jump. That's it. No, That's it. Like, all that padding you have on. He was. Yeah. All you had to do was fucking jump. His glove was over the plate, so he was that close. He was yeah. The Great throw like from Verdugo. The, the, yeah. the plate's like a foot and a half. He's over the plate. You have to move. So <laughs> a foot and a half, put the tag down. The other guy has to move seven feet. Like, it doesn't make any sense how you don't make that play. Yeah. No, yeah, and, like, it was a great throw from Verdugo because, you know, other people were like, oh, is it a good throw? And I'm like, why are you even trying to, like, say it's, it's Verdugo? to the first base side of the plate. But it was there plenty of time. Plenty of time. Not even close. He did his job. And he Vasquez exactly didn't. what he was supposed to do. Yep. Vasquez was lazy, and I'm happy that Cora did not have him starting this game. Uh, yeah. the, the, the last game. Oh my god! Like again, I don't know. We got a great start from Evaldi, and I'm like, if Plawecki isn't catching every Evaldi start from now on, I don't know what. Or no. Wong, call Wong yeah. back up. Yeah. I, you know, it's like maybe there's like a phantom IL stint for, uh, for yeah. uh, Vasquez. That would be nice. I know. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. He had the poop again. Can you believe? <laughs> can you believe that Matt Barnes has a fifteen point nineteen ERA for the month of August? Yeah, it's, it's yes. It's I can't believe that. It's been a bad, 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 bad month. It's fucking terrible for for. Um, so do we? Do we think that he need, that he should still be the closer with how he's um, been lately? I think no matter what we want, he is. Like I think it goes back to sort of Cora's, um, you know, loyalty. I, all right, so the thing is, I want to I want to say something because what's that? Hypothetically, do you guys think it's the time to like try somebody else as a closer? 
just to get that so shit off of his I back. I'm not saying for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, change change closures for a little bit. Yeah. I I saw people on Twitter saying, uh, put Whitlock in the closer role. Get, it's time to give Whitlock a chance. Like, the, the long-term vision with Whitlock is not to be a closer yeah. or a long relief guy or a middle reliever. It's to be a starter. So if you're putting him in the closer role, even temporarily, you're locking him up to getting three outs or four outs. But closers mm-hmm. generally don't get more than four outs. Um, so, And that's not even close to the way Cora has used him at all this yeah. year. He's used him exactly. two to three innings minimum. Yeah. He so, got three innings tonight. Yeah. I think it was so, I think it was two two thirds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At least so two. Even yeah. even if you think he's effective, which he he's very effective, but even if Matt Barnes is just totally sucking, Whitlock is not the guy that's gonna fill that role. It's gonna be Ottavino, most likely. Yeah. Um which, you know And scary not much Ottavino better too. really. Yeah, yeah, I was about What's to say. What's going on with the two of them? Like, Ottavino cannot get swings and misses on a slider. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, I just hate the fact that if there's a runner on first, if there's a base runner on first, they're going to sack. And they're they're going to be safe when yeah. he's out there. It's yeah, just he's so slow. Yeah, but I know it's true. It really brings the idea of, like, who's going to close. Because, yeah, Whitlock is also because he has to – because he's the Rule 5 guy. He has to stay on for the whole season. They're utilizing him coming off Tommy John. They're utilizing him in a certain way. So the idea of all of a sudden he's going to be the closer doesn't really make sense for what they've been doing. Is he great? God, yes. But wouldn't you, like, potentially want that greatness for, like, six and seven innings rather than one? Like – yeah, absolutely. I, I get I get what you guys are saying. I just wanted to ask it. Um, I did have a question from a Twitter follower. Oh, nice. Um, so give me a quick second here. Up. All right. So uh, question is from Bruins Cup Quest 2021-2022 uh, at Rich G6567. Do you feel that Christian Vasquez's struggles this season have contributed to some of the poor pitching performances since the All-Star break? Uh, I'll let you guys take this. Bailey. Okay. okay uh, Whichever. I don't care. Any uh, I, think, you. I think yes, because I think his pitch calling has been bad. I mean, it always really yeah. comes down to, like, he can call something and it's really all about location. But it still comes to, like, pitch selection, too. Yeah, I, I think it's part, he's partially to blame, probably. Um, but I, I think there was, in the in the Toronto series, like, there was uh, one specific at-bat. The George Springer at-bat, I oh, don't remember. Oh, yeah, was terrible so at-bat. I don't know if Vasquez was catching that at-bat. I think he was. But it was like, they had thrown him. What did they do? They threw him fastball. He... Yeah. Go ahead. It was like, yeah, no, it was a fastball at like 97 up and he couldn't touch it. So then right. he went back to the fastball, but it was two miles slower and it was like more in the middle. So he crushed and it. And he fouled it. Well, and then, so he threw him one straight down the middle, maybe lower at like 93 and it, he fouled it back. And then he called the same thing again, 93 right down the middle. And he just lost it. I mean, 450 feet. Yeah. George Spring is not going to miss that twice. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't throw the same pitch. Like that's just boneheaded. Um, yeah. I don't remember if Vasquez was calling it, but specifically that was terrible. Um, like I mentioned before, uh, 
Vasquez's or sorry, Barnes' control has been bad. Yeah. So you can't really put all that of all of Barnes' struggles on Vasquez. Um, but the starting has been pretty decent since mm-hmm. the All Star break. So I don't really think it much of the pitching struggle comes down to him. Maybe um, some of the other relievers that have kind of all fallen apart at the same time, like Josh Taylor, Adovino, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Salamora. It's, yeah, it's you're right. It's just like every – that's been the interesting part with this team is that everybody has a bad stretch at like the exact same time. Right. So like when the yeah. offense is cold, they're like all collectively bad at the same time. When you just have Barnes, right. Adovino – Taylor and Whitlock being like ineffective in like the same time frame. It that's like you're just not going to win. Difficult, games. Yeah. yeah. And like people that got on Cora for the game uh, with Hauk. Hauk has trouble third time through the order. It's a fact. Whether or not you believe it, it's a fact. So he did the right thing going to Whitlock. Whitlock just had a bad outing. He had no control. Then he brings in, uh, you know, brings in Taylor, who also has absolutely no control. Like. That's not on Cora. That's on your second best reliever, unfortunately being ineffective that day. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely was a uh, that game I was there for. So oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't envy you. <laughs> I was yeah, especially at Yankee Stadium, and I was talking shit too. So. <laughs> of course. I'm not gonna sit. I'm not gonna sit at Yankee Stadium and let people talk shit to me. Of course, I'm gonna you fucking talk my shit back. So. Oh, I do it too. It's like Angel Stadium. Those fans, you thought they would be, they were relevant for the last 20 years or something. Like Jesus, the way they were <laughs> reacting to those games, I was like, y'all. All right, lucky. Let's, let's talk. I don't even really want to talk about the second game because it was an absolute shit show. It was bad. Uh, it was ten to one. <laughs> we lost to the fucking Rangers ten to one. Yeah, I would have been fine if we lost to the Rangers like two to one. Maybe even three to one. We're the fact that we got fucking beat ten to one. Like, yeah, and we yeah. only had one one two three inning, and that was Davis. Like, who's yeah. actually well, been pretty not bad. Davis and Robles have been coming out and doing like Robles. The problem with Robles is he literally has no idea where the hell any of his pitches are going. So he's got to walk. We talk people. about Richards. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's been pretty effective out of the Richards <laughs> Fucking great. Yeah. Out of the pit. Yeah, I think he's given up just one one run. I'm fine, fine with that fucking mullet wearing motherfucker <laughs> out of the pen. Yeah, Perez can get shot to the fucking. Uh, why has he not been DFA'd yet? Like, there's been so many times where I'm like, like, is the D like where is the DFA? <laughs> Maybe they're waiting on Brazier. I'm just lost the. the yeah, you're right. They're work. waiting on Brazier for sure for the DFA. Mm. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't know any any other scenario where. You know he'll be in the pen much longer. Like Brazier comes up, and that's going to be fucking... coming up pretty relatively. I know he's been struggling at I, yeah. You know what? Cora's been saying that his struggles down there isn't really that big of a deal. Um, no, that's good. It, that's encouraging. So, but um, he's throwing his pitches where they need to be. He, he's throwing yeah. so he's throwing the pitches. That's what I was reading. <laughs> he's uh, throwing the pitches. <laughs> he's throwing the pitches. Yeah, fuck, fuck, uh, fuck Saturday. Sunday, the game got postponed. I'm so shocked they didn't call it Saturday night. Yeah, and then didn't it not really rain that much in the Boston area either? It was like not really too know. bad. Yeah, my I, parents I, said I, it really wasn't that bad. I I don't know. I know in my area, which is like bad. an hour away, it was fucking terrible. Yeah, and I mean it, was it wasn't totally- it wasn't like power lines down terrible. It was fucking. It was, it was just like really. It rained a lot. 
So yeah. that. But you're right, uh, the Yankees had already canceled their game like the night before. All right. So before today's game, um, there was a players meeting uh, that was conducted by uh, Chris Sale, Xander Bogarts, and J.D. Martinez. Uh, it's, I didn't think J.D. was like a uh, uh, um, like a captain or whatever, like a like leader. a big leader, yeah, a big leader, like like sa- like you expect Sale, um, Xander. Like I definitely, when I saw Sale's name there, I was like, yep, definitely, of course. definitely, definitely expected that. So after the game uh, today, uh, Alex Spear wrote that uh, he said the Red Sox had a players-only meeting before the game. The emphasis of that meeting, Alex Verdugo explains, and this is what he wrote. Uh, Energy, that's the biggest thing. Obviously, the players, we had a little players meeting. We're going to keep that in-house for the most part, but the biggest thing to come from it was just we want to play energized. That's it. It doesn't matter if something good is happening, bad is happening. It feels good to hear that. When you're in the box and hear your guys cheering you on from the dugout, it makes a header lock in a little bit more. Some people think that's what little leaguers do. Well, that's what brings energy. That's what gets you going. When I'm hitting and I hear guys cheering me on from my dugout, I take a foul ball and they're like, that a boy, you're right on it. It fires you up. It My fucking computer. <laughs> Uh, it definitely makes you want to get that next pitch that much more. Yeah. Us as players just wanted to get together and talk. That's all that really matters for us. Uh, we're out there playing, giving it our all for 162 games a year. We just, it felt like it was the right time. It felt like it was what the boys needed. Obviously coming out today and having the big win is huge. Yeah, and I let mean, me just say, you cannot go out there after a players meeting like that and lose. So thank yeah. God they didn't lose. And that um, would have been fucking awkward. But I still feel like you can't come out after a players meeting and play most of that game as terribly as you did, though. Too. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, I agree one hundred percent. Nathan, nasty Nate was oh. nasty today. Uh, oh. He he was fantastic. So good, like so good. It should have been a shout out. Like, it really did. It, I, I was disappointed he didn't come out in the eighth. I was surprised because, you know, people were saying on Twitter, they were like, oh, yeah, there's nobody warming. I was like, oh, that's yeah. awesome. Alex Spear was saying that there was – that uh, uh, Adovino was warming and that he was sitting down. And you don't usually – somebody's yeah. warming up. You don't usually see or hear them sitting down. Um, but he got up. He ended up uh, He ended up getting out of the eighth. Uh, the Red Sox come in at the bottom of the eighth. They don't – wasn't wasn't that the they left the bases loaded in the eighth? Um, no, I think that was the inning before. I think that was in the seventh. Either way, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, leaving leaving the fucking bases loaded with one out. Oh, oh. it's awful! It's, it's awful. terrible. Um, so he comes out. He locks down the eighth. It, Red Sox don't score in the eighth. And the ninth, Barnes comes in, oh. and he fucking gives. In all honesty, the best thing he did was give up that uh, that that ground rule double because mm. if that did not go over that would have cleared the bases yeah and it could have been a different uh yeah, different that's thing. true and so they take him out they put whitlock in whitlock fucking closes it down uh the red sox come up in the bottom of the ninth uh nothing yeah and then 
the tenth, the Rangers get the ghost runner in. They take the lead four to three. And the bottom of the tenth, fucking Arroyo gets thrown out at home, which uh. like took the air out of all of us. Like yeah. if it did take the air out of you, you're 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 fucking lying. Yeah. Oh and God. then Xander's at first. And then all of a sudden, Devers comes up. He got one strike left. He fucking knocks the ball. That would have been a home run in 24 or 30 ballparks. And he hits uh, – was it a double? He, he knocked in his hand. Yeah, that, and I that thought that – I, I thought Peters was going to make that goddamn catch. I would have been so pissed. Oh, I, I swear to God, if that – if we lost this game, like I still feel like that game wasn't a win. I know we didn't lose. I just don't feel like it was a win. And I, I, I even said said to you guys, I was like, if, he fucking, if we lose this fucking game, this is going to be like the worst podcast that we've ever had. Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to be so angry. Yeah, I, at one point I was just like, I'm going to say I'm on the bandwagon that they're awful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too I, bad. I straight, like, said, I straight up said that this would be a funeral. Like we would not yeah. be saying, like we would not even be looking forward to the next couple series yeah. like so it, thank god it just for been a funeral. like it was a good i a good still run. i still don't feel like it was a great it, i got into it with one of oh, one no. of the followers and they were like oh it was a great great game through through no. like dude what game were you watching like and, seriously we should have destroyed the rangers yeah. what's more interesting though is that we won like on a walk off grand slam and hold i on. felt nothing oh, hold on <laughs> Yeah, so, I, so I watched it go. Hold on, and I was hold like, on, huh, Well, that's good. Hold on. So this is how we won. So the great thing about that was is that was his first hit as a Red Sox coming since he's been yeah. back. No, but I still I watched that and I still feel nothing because yeah, I, had that because because of what it was up to that. Like, like that game should have been won. Yeah, like 30, 45 minutes before that. I'm glad we so did like, it. I'm glad he got that. Maybe he can come off the bench and really have some pop and be of yeah. value. But uh, I'm glad they're excited. They genuinely looked excited. So, like, maybe this can be something that propels them to win games moving forward. But, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be the person that says, I, still, eh, I felt nothing off a walk-off Grand Slam. That's how numb yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it fly, and I was like, well, oh, cool. I mean, thank God. Yeah. yeah. When, it, when he hit it off the bat, I'm like, well, it's deep enough for, like, one. You know? <laughs> I wanted a yeah. damn walk. I was like, anything to get that run in. But, and, and, yeah, so... Yeah. So my one question, my my last question on this game is, how did we feel about Kyle Schwarber hitting second? It was weird against the lefty, and he looked uncomfortable. Against the righty? He's been decent against the lefties this year, I want to say. I don't know his exact splits, but... No, he's pretty good against lefties. Yeah, one about that stands out is like when the Rays were in Washington, he took Rich Hill deep. When Rich Hill was still a Ray, and um, but that was also at the time when I guess the baseball looked like a basketball to him because he just hit every pitch he saw. Yeah. Out. So I guess yeah. it did twelve matter. and ten. That's insane. 
Um, yeah. But he's still putting up such great at bats. It's it's a great. It's really even when he was, he did have some uncomfortable at bats. And yeah, of course, like he does hit lefties relatively well. But it's just felt weird that you put him hitting second against the lefty. Maybe Cora was just like, oh, this is a trash lefty. You'll be fine. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. It's not Randy Johnson. <laughs> no, no, no. There, there's never going to be another guy like Randy Johnson. Nope. So, all right, let's take a look ahead here. Uh, so our next three games is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We're facing the Twins, who have a uh, – let's take a peek here. They are 54 and 70. Um, so they're pretty fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, they are a better team Rangers. than the Texas Rangers. It, if you can't sweep the Rangers, I don't know if you're going to sweep the fucking Twins. Um, but you the pitching matchup, you, no, you do. You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, your pitching matchups uh, projected. Uh, Tanner Houck is supposed to be coming, uh, being called up, which. Technicalities, people. Technicalities. technicalities it's all paid for. <laughs> Uh, I don't need to fucking flip out about that again. Uh, it's going to be Tanner Houck versus Griffin Jacks. I feel like his name should be Jacks Griffin. Um, <laughs> uh, Nick Pavetta versus Bailey Uber. Ugh, or Uber. Uh, and then Chris Sale versus John Gant. Yeah, he's Gant, I think, has been one of their better pitchers. But we're missing Maeda, y'all. So like we Well Maeda's not... on the IL, isn't he? Oh, did he go on the IL after the Indian? I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, he... He... Yeah. he got an MRI. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, well you should just be that's unequivocally their best pitcher. So missing him, whether or not you're just missing him or it's because of uh, an unfortunate IL stint, be glad. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're missing him. So, uh, what, so Grant, you already called it. You're saying a sweep, Bailey. What do you want? Uh, I want to sweep. I really do. I sweep. I didn't say we were going to sweep. I said you have to. You sweep. have to sweep. Completely yeah. different. Okay. What yeah. do you think's think is going to happen, Grant? I think they find a way to lose Pavetta's game, and you take two out of three. I think that the prove pitching matchups wise, they yes, definitely prove wrong. And pitching matchups wise, I think they can sweep. No, so, I think, I think they're I'm going to be guards, but I also think I think they'll find a way to lose if they're I'm, if they haven't actually turned it around. They'll definitely find a way to lose one yeah. of these games. Let's hope that today is looking forward. We're now off of the train of them sucking and on the train of please start playing better baseball. <laughs> right. I'm going to be please. the negative one here. I think that uh, we're going to take one. Oh come on! No 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 no! They're at least taking two. Uh, I'm saying one. Pitching matchups, baby, are way better. <laughs> okay. Bullpen. Or it's offense. disgraceful if they take one. We'll just go with that. That's disgraceful. I'm just, I'm going one. So, All right. I hope it's going to work in, it's like some reverse there. <laughs> I, I really hope that that's how it works too. Yes. <laughs> so uh, everybody, uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter. Uh, also, Grant, you want to give your Twitter account out so that people can follow you? No. Uh, yeah. Let me figure out what my Twitter handle is. It's uh. <laughs> no, what? no, do oh. not follow me. At yeah, at Bronkema underscore Grant. Uh, if you don't know how to spell it, then uh, figure it out. <laughs> then don't follow me. <laughs> yeah, just don't follow me. Look yeah. for the past your followers, right? 
Yeah, yeah and then right. you can, mine's a little easier. You can follow me at, at Fraulein89, F-R-A-U-L-E-I-N-89. A little easier. <laughs> and I don't really want anybody following me. No, I'm kidding. At BRS Baseball Nobody wants to follow you, Brad. That's fine. They follow the past report. That's, That's all enough, that matters. Right? You're following Brad. <laughs> yeah, I run the page, Brad. so <laughs> I say some really he's stupid shit on my to you. So when he's a big old meanie, it's him, not me. Yeah, and and if he's trolling, he'll he'll troll on his personal account. That's why he has that. <laughs> Man, I I don't even feel bad for the people I troll on my personal. Oh account. no, some people today deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> Two. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, both of you, for coming yeah. on and uh, talking some shop with us. And uh, see you guys next Sunday. Yeah. Later. We'll be talking about the Cleveland, uh, the Indians game. All right. Sounds good. All right. Everybody take it easy. Yes. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Pesky Report. Make sure to follow us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pesky Report. No matter what platform you're listening to us on, please make sure to leave us a review and a comment and let us know how we're doing. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 